0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joking Godfrey Game Pod. I'm Mark, and as always, joined by Matthew. Hello. Ah, Nathan.
1: I'm back. You are back. Who's back? Yeah, it's good to be back. Yes, who's back? Great podcast last time, by the way. Really good listen. I would gutter and we're on it, to be
0: honest. Thank you very much. I'm glad i have got somebody listen to it. Wait,
1: wait. <laughs> That's the extra view that we got, so that was yeah.
0: good. <laughs> One extra download, we'll take that. It's blooming cold, though, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. It's like minus, what, one, three yeah? there? It's ridiculous. We've had six foot of snow in the last two days.
0: I think last night it reached like minus eight or something. Might have been worse than that. It
1: enough. was summer daft. I was absolutely freezing last night. Definitely it felt snow. like minus
0: eight. Yeah. And then I went to the football today in the snow, and it came while even colder because of the result. But that's another story. Shall we move on to the news then? Yep. Shall we kick off with the Capcom Spotlight? that's what they called it, weren't it? Spotlight. Yeah. Spotlight. Yes. For reasons. I don't know why it's called the spotlight, but there you go. As opposed to showcase. It's a spotlight well, on games. You
2: know. Everyone's got their own name on this, so. Darex used, still play.
0: Yeah, I guess. Showcase. I guess so. so, okay, come on then. What do we kick off with?
3: Mega Man.
0: Yay. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I like Mega Man, but
1: I don't like this. Oh, Why is that? I just, I enjoy the platform inside of Mega Man, but I just don't like this battle network thing. I just, I don't get it. I've, I've not played any of them before. I mean, it's nice that they've got these bundles together and they're accumulating all the 10 games. But...
2: Matt
3: looks very
1: angry. <laughs>
2: yeah, you've, you've, I mean, I'm just, just, everyone. I just everyone wants to get into an argument with on podcasts these days. What's going on? It's all well. It's opinions,
1: isn't it? I'm a what? It. why, why, why it, do you happy. why do you like it, Matt?
2: Why do I like it? Because I've well, well, I've played it before, and I just kind of like the the changing format for Mega Man. I think it went down a bit of a Anime route with it, um, but I like the idea of like a almost like a I want to say it's turn based exactly, but it's kind of like a like a, a grid style battle game really, where you kind of use cards as as your power ups and stuff, and try and you know work strategies while while you sort of move around the grid and like what different stuff you do. I don't know. I I I got really caught into it when I first played it, so it'd be nice to see it sort of remastered on this well, not just Switch, but obviously PS4 and Steam as well, at some point. Yeah. But, I don't know, it was it was just something different. Uh, I always enjoy when series try different things and see how they work.
1: Well, one thing that is interesting is that it does include all 499 of the battle cards that you could get in Japan. So... I mm. guess for you, it'd be good to give that a try if you'd not done that before. They could have made one No,
3: more.
1: No. Because no. They could have used one more. They just wanted to know you more. <laughs> Why couldn't they have done
0: 500? My OCD is kicking in. <laughs> yeah. That would uh, just irritate me. But... Yeah.
2: I've not I've not played some of the later ones in, in the series, although I, I imagine a lot of them play quite similar to one another. Um, I just know there was always, like, two games in each generation, like Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you could play it multiplayer you might have been that one escapes me but no
1: I'm looking forward to it so. do you know what though when that Mr. Famous guy came on I was just like he just bugger off mate you know I didn't anything what is Mr. Famous don't care who he is how famous he's... is he he's not very famous I didn't know who he were
2: I will be honest and didn't <laughs> recognise him. <laughs>
0: Oh, well. Poor him. I I liked his jacket. I'll give
1: him that. He had a cool jacket. I'll give you that, Mr. Famous.
2: Oh, yeah. Actually, I like his character. I think that's what he's meant to be based on. April 14th. That is coming out very shortly. Only a month away. Mm -hmm. What do we see next? Street Fighter 6.
0: Yeah, mine.
2: Well, there's not much news in this one, to be fair.
0: Yeah, so they just announced a colour, a new colour commentator. Yeah. Japanese actress Hikaru Takahashi. Sorry, I have no idea who she is. I'm sure she's very famous in Japan.
1: Yeah, but she said a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be subbed in 13 different languages, I think they said, so at least we'll be able to read that.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I did like the thing they announced about the, you get a rally support, so basically the commentator will start cheering you on. If you put mm, that on. Yeah. I quite like that. That's yeah. quite nice. Like, it'd be good for me because I'm, well, I'm just really poor at beat em up, so. <laughs> <laughs> just have someone cheering me on. It'd be quite nice. Never give up, Mark! And then just end the disappointment because I'll still Yeah, play just it. as you're getting kicked to death. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, better luck
1: next time. It does look fun, though. Like, every time I see it, I'm like, I do want to pick it up. Probably not day one, maybe like a week or so after once the reviews come in, but. It does look good. I think we're long overdue a new Street Fighter game. And this is just, for me, it's just built a lot more upon what you'd normally expect from Street Fighter as well. It's gone in like loads of different directions. Like with the um, the hub area, you know, with like the arcade style thing, that's pretty cool.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah. I think they, they need to kind of bounce back a little bit from how Street Fighter 5 launched, which was kind of very bare bones esque. And was only like it was PlayStation exclusive, so they kind of like lost some of the audience there from the Xbox side. So looks look looks like they've learned the lessons. Um got single player mode, which could be fun depending on how it goes. And obviously the you got your crisp Street Fire usual fighting. So look a photo.
0: I do wonder if there's going to be some sort of monetization thing, though, because this is this seems to be happening with a lot of Shh, games like this nowadays. Shut like, up! Like, You're shush you pay ten pounds for this new. Why, why are you saying this? Shut up! <laughs> I've not given just... them ideas. They've believe me, they've already thought about these N-I- ideas long ago. Well, it's well, not Street well, Fighter, is it? It's I feasible. could
2: definitely see, definitely like costumes. New costumes would definitely yeah. be DLC because they did that for Street Fighter Five. Special uh, moves. One, am kind of hoping is f- with how the Battle Hub stuff kind of looks like the direction they're taking it. I've almost got a fear of like, you know, if they start in extra, um, games to it that you could access, that they make them monetize oh, yeah. as well.
3: Yeah.
2: It's like, oh, you want to play Street Fighter 4? Well, cough up money.
1: <laughs> Do you know one thing I'm thinking about? You after, after you've won the fight emotes and dances like Fortnite after you've won. What, well, floss it afterwards? Yeah.
0: Can we move on already? <laughs> you've put, you put your money down already, are huh, you know
1: Yeah, he's already got a priority, especially for it. Can't wait for that. Mm. Use it shush um, <laughs> emote.
0: <Come
2: on. laughs> Let me just do the dolphin on your body. <laughs>
0: That's the finisher, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a special move, This is Okay, what on earth was this next bit about then? What, the Capcom Pro Tour? Uh, is that what it was called?
2: Oh, um, that's what was announced, that's still part of the Street Fighter 6 stuff, so the.
0: Uh, oh, the awesome. I've got ahead.
2: The Street, like, the fighting tournaments that they're, they're gonna be oh, yeah. involved in Street Fighter 6. Um,
1: Big money involved, though. A million dollars for the win. I've heard, yeah, yeah. Two million dollar pot, so. Profitable
2: makes me, makes me really jealous. I wish I was actually good at fighting games.
1: Hey, it pays <laughs> to, to get a,
2: good. Be a millionaire by now. play it um, <laughs> to, to whoever wins. It's, it's good that they're actually putting some serious money into it as well. Like, really putting a big spotlight on uh, eSports and stuff and making them more serious about about it. Yeah. Does he sports need to be
0: any more serious? I was just going to say, <laughs> well, Daniels I mean, they,
2: they've got their own <laughs> Olympic event coming up, you know, Gran Turismo, things there, and yeah. I read yeah. somewhere, some like, some that. mobile tennis game. I was like, what? How's that you sports Let's 3 <four.
1: laughs> Maybe one day. But it's the way the world's going, isn't it? Unfortunately, in some people's opinions, aye, I guess. And you <laughs> never know. They could one day do pro clubs in the Olympics.
3: Well, we would I certainly we'd get be smashed. In representing yeah, the United we <laughs> Kingdom, we would not
2: be no, no. Oh <laughs> would not have...
0: Unless we okay. get, unless we get the Mormon Pirates in the final. <laughs>
1: oh
0: yeah. <laughs> do you, you know, know
1: although? We well, on the final. Knowing our luck, since we spanked them, they've been training, and they're just yeah, much be better training, than us now. Yeah. So they're, when just, they...
0: <laughs> they're just waiting for the revenge. They're desperate to find us.
1: But PS5, oh, right. just just so that they could find us again.
2: Yeah. All right. Anyway. Quite off topic there. Um, yeah. We'll swing back to what Mark was earlier referring to. Um, what was it? Capcom Town. Yeah, digital theme park. Uh What? Hey, I've always wanted to go to a digital theme park. I don't know uh, what it is, but I I've to go always
1: to... wanted to go to a real one. <laughs> oh,
2: it's <laughs> so, alright. We'll, we'll go to Super Mario World at some point.
1: Oh, that'd be sick. To be honest, I didn't know Capcom at all because they're doing this as part of the 40th anniversary celebration. So, yeah. one thing that I yeah. found interesting was that there was going to be like a, a museum in there, which could be quite cool.
0: Full of NFTs. That's uh, that's exactly what in my mind. I was like, what is this? Is this going down that road? No, nah, I don't think they'll
1: do NFTs. The dead mate, dead.
0: <sighs> that's not stopping trying, to though, is No, can't square He's
2: bloody best a ban. <coughs> mm. But mm.
1: that will come so. last year.
2: <laughs> That's oh, around yeah. June, isn't it? It's actually almost Ju- when Street Ju- Fighter comes out. June the twelfth. Oh, pretty close actually, yeah. Just, uh, Street Fire is June the second. Mm. And then there was some extra stuff about um Capcom ID. Oh, I God. think I think this is I think this is how they're gonna push forward with cross play stuff.
0: This is I'm gonna sure. the, this is how they're gonna push for getting your data and selling it to other people.
2: Well there's that as well, <laughs> you know. So um but it will be required it will be a login that's required for online play for future games, so cool. I can definitely see obviously Street Fighter will probably be one of them. One of the next Resident Evil
3: as well, probably. Oh, no doubt. Oh maybe for this next game. Yeah. Wow.
1: Exoprimal. Hmm. I think it looks fun. I just want to shoot some dinosaurs.
2: It looks like proper Japanese craziness. I'm absolutely here for it.
0: <laughs> it does look pretty cool. Oh, uh, you're, you're, your guy's standards are slipping. It looks tedious. Slipping. with, with what? a to make. <laughs> it, <laughs> it looks dull. Oh.
2: Killing hordes of dinosaurs. It...
0: It looks like It's so generic.
2: You you just have no fun in you? It's generic.
0: What's generic about
1: taking
2: a
0: thousand dinosaurs
1: into
0: a hole? I have a lot of fun in me, but this, no. This, no, 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 no. no. I have
2: more fun in my pinky than you
0: do. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. I just don't think it looks very interesting. (sighs) Go on, let's go on. Come on then, defend it. Tell me why (sighs) I should like this.
2: Defend it. What's to defend? Because you can you, kill you dinosaur dinosaurs,
0: dinosaurs
2: man. What else do you need? <laughs> okay, you,
0: you can right. Uh, that's it. That's that's your defense. You can that's kill the dinosaurs. Big side point.
2: Yes. Is is. Don't you find better.
0: the do you find the human characters in it just really irritating?
2: Not really. He can no, you, I, no, I find it quite <laughs> classic Japanese kind of humor. It's, oh, I don't yeah, know. irritating. No, it's, it's kind of like it, the, it's kind of like the um. C. You just just... Bon steroids. DMC. Devil May Cry. I thought you said
1: DMC.
0: Run DMC. DMC. Devil
1: May... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright. No, I just think it looks far too generic for my liking.
1: <clears throat> well, there is an open beta Well, yeah. The 17th of March. Yeah, and I'm not the 19th. Right.
2: Day. No. Day dare me. Double dare.
0: <laughs> Triple dare. <down>. Coward! No. <laughs> I need to look after the hard drive space. I this. To like, you can
2: delete FIFA. You've wanted to delete it for a while. That's true. You were talking
0: about getting rid of it the other day. <laughs>
1: there
0: you well, go. That's well, nice. well, no, you said it. I did actually delete it. And then, because I'm such a coward, I'd reinstalled it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, about, it is, like, about an hour like, afterwards, like, I'm, I'm like... like, like, like Yeah, (laughs) I'll put put that back on. on.
2: (laughs) Just one bad night. Yeah. Well, there's no convincing you, but yes, there is a two day open beta test signed on March 17th for those who want to give it a go. I did try to
0: sign it Online only game.
1: Well, that is it. You've got to be online all the time for it,
0: so.
2: Most games are like that nowadays.
0: Yeah. And I don't have to like it.
2: Okay. That's. That's not negative against that. It's negative against well, it the industry.
0: Well, it, well
2: it's... Well, it's,
0: it's, it's, a, it's a negative against any game that does it. Also,
2: on Xbox Game Pass, day one. <laughs> there you go. Now you got another reason to try it. What? Xbox Game Pass.
0: and you still got it? I've, I've got Xbox Game Pass. What? I thought you did. Oh, I've, I've not used the thing. I'm well, you can on.
1: use it when this comes out. Oh, yeah, out. We, yeah, <laughs> oh, go. yeah I'm,
0: going, I'm going to use it for this.
1: Okay. Yes, there you go. Yeah. This is the I'll game. It
2: now.
0: <laughs> and then they also nice the Survival Pass. Yay. Don't care. Oh, it's alright,
2: all games have Survival
1: Pass. Just well, for me. in Exo nice. Primal's credit, there is a free system. Well, they always do a, a system, don't, don't they?
2: Well, it's the same, you know. Rocket League does it. Fortnite does it.
3: COD
0: that's why to I, don't, an extent, pu- that's why I it... don't play any of those games. You play played
2: COD it? and Rocket League. I haven't You've
0: played. played Co- I haven't played COD since the opening week. What would you buy it for? I don't know because I'm an idiot. So <laughs> why <laughs> play it on the opening week?
1: Jesus. Got suckered into the Modern Warfare Two now. Ah. Anyway.
2: So that campaign was like hmm, oh, delish and then that was it. Yeah. Just just give me the campaign. Get rid of the multiplayer. Just, just I campaign. say if I could just pay twenty quid for campaign only.
0: I can I can hear all the cod the cod people like <laughs> Absolute Mind blown by my statement then.
2: Uh it's fine. Just, just, just and I know quite just a few people that just play the campaign, so anyway, again we've gone off topic. Um next game. Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. Hmm. Interesting. Like yeah.
1: yeah, it's an interesting premise, isn't
2: it? Hmm. Oh so, yeah, we got uh, we got another look at it. Um... Is this a remake of? Uh, a it's a HD remaster. Right. It was on the Nintendo DS originally, so. Um,
1: hmm. So is. this game, you play as Cecil, um, who gets killed, and then you're reawakened without a memory. And then you've got to try and solve mysteries with the power of the dead, um, so you can control things in the living world um, and objects. And you can also go back in time four minutes when somebody dies to try and use that power to keep them alive. Four minutes is oddly specific.
0: Yeah, but it's enough. a uh, choice, yeah. sure
2: it is. But... N- Nintendo and time travel always seems quite
1: specific. But maybe it's the four minutes, because when it came out on the DS, people think, oh, I'll just have a five minute game on this. And that's enough for like one round of trying to save someone's life. Yeah, could be. Could be. That's how it works. guess
0: that's logical. But
1: um, yeah, on this, I did like it when the original creator came on because he just looked like an old fisherman. I really liked him. (laughs) um and he was talking about the all the tracks that have been remastered Um, so there's 37 oh, yeah. tracks and you can switch between the original track and the new track which is quite nice always nice to see but um i mean to be honest if this game gets to a reasonable price i'd be inclined to give it a go something a bit different
0: yeah i don't see many other games like it i might be tempted at a, at a good price like you yeah
1: So this is out for PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. It's going to be out on the 30th of June. So only a couple of, well, three months away. Do you know what? That's one thing that I have noticed about this entire spotlight is there's not too much on the Switch. It's mostly Xbox, Steam, and um, PlayStation. True. Which is quite strange for me, because I always, I always saw Capcom as more a Nintendo leaning company. That's just my
0: view of it.
3: Yeah,
0: I can see why you say that. But what any, any theories of what the reason might be?
1: I just don't think the Switch is powerful enough to
0: play these games. It will, yeah, probably.
1: Mm. Interesting. Conspiracy. Yeah, I was just saying, Matt, that um, there's only, like, a couple of games as part of this spotlight that's actually for Switch, or part part of the Switch's library. Most of it's Xbox, PlayStation, Steam.
2: Well, it is a Capcom. It doesn't need to necessarily
1: stay to Switch. I know it it doesn't, but it just seems seems weird.
2: Well, I mean, what what do we get? We got... uh, Oh, we had Mega Man. That's on the Switch. Uh, Ghost Trick. Obviously Switch. This is it Switch? Uh, mm-hmm. I Monster the Mar- Rise. Jump on <laughs> a, obviously okay. the original Monster the Rise was, uh, on original Switch. Well, originally it was on the Switch. So. No, there's, there's plenty. There's plenty. But I can see what I mean. I do, I do feel like. At some point, there was meant to be a more powerful switch, and then pandemic just kind of
1: crushed those plans. <laughs> Mark's like, "No, but I'm blaming
0: pandemic." Well, <laughs> nah, they never did that, mate.
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, there was there was all sorts of rumours, you know, yeah, chip sort of shortages. They couldn't get chips that they really wired to, so they kind of had to like reverse on them.
0: Stop giving me that face. Stop it. So i just like, oh, i am going to make a half-assed one instead.
1: That's it. Put literally $14 exactly. worth of hardware in and charge 330 quid for pleasure to buy exactly. the, pretty much the same console again.
0: Of course. Just,
1: just
2: admit minute you got duped, Mark. Duped. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see the dust gathering <laughs> on
1: those... <laughs> <laughs> on those
2: Joy-Cons. <laughs> Tell me the last time you played well, Actually, maybe we'll find out. Yesterday.
3: Oh
1: uh, see. sick burn. Right, anyway, shall we move on to the next game?
0: So what was next? On Sun to Rise.
1: Sunbrook. Hmm. And they also announced it was coming to Xbox Series X, S, Steam, PS4, and PS five.
3: Did Dinner. Smart Fridge?
2: Yes. Also called an Xbox One. Oh, Uh, okay. Yep, also coming on that thing. That's
0: nice. (sighs) Sounds like a lot of work.
2: Nah, what? you got a smart delivery. That's all. that'll be fine.
1: Well, if once Hunter Rise can run on the Switch, it can run on the OG Xbox One. Oh,
2: my struggle there.
1: said run, not run well.
2: True. (laughs) Oh, that is true, that is true. Yeah. I do like to look at this, though. Uh, I think I, I might I might get it for PS5 maybe not when it comes out but like certainly sometime afterwards because mm. I liked the original uh, Monster in the World I never got around to really completing it so well, I, d- I didn't play um, Ice I think it was the expansion for Monster in the World could be wrong so
1: I enjoyed my time with Funnily enough, I've actually got Monster Hunter Rise on Switch. It's still in the wrapper.
2: And it still will be once this version comes
1: out. It's because... we watched watched another Capcom event, like, probably a few months ago now. And Sunbreak actually looked quite good. So we're like, oh, I'll just get Rise and just see if it's any good. Because I got an insane deal on it. I got it for, like, 14 quid or something. It was great. Um... But yeah, I do need to give that a go at some point. So good, you've not even played it. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, there's so much other stuff to do. Like. The backlog. Yeah, that's it. The ever-growing backlog.
2: No, it does. Right. It does look good. I kind of. I feel like Monster no would be quite an interesting series for us to get into, but I don't. I don't think Mark's really interested in that kind of. I'm kinda not. Kinda
0: touch- I'm not touching it with the barge ball.
3: See. I well,
0: swear, he's xenophobic Warren... for this I'll Japanese. say no. that. <laughs> is this the thing that's on the PS Collection? Or am I confusing mm-hmm. it with something else?
2: That's Monster Monster to World. World. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ah,
2: right. So that was like the game before.
0: Okay. Scratch that then. So <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, was going to say, oh my know, god, it? I might have got it then. Yeah.
2: Well, no, 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 I haven't. Oh, could I just go back to uh, to World at some point? free game, Mark, free
1: game. Anyway. I
0: don't have free time,
1: though. That's no, true. that's true. Yeah. Using the most valuable commodity you've got. Exactly. Right, so we Money look at your a bit, uh, Mark? <laughs> Mark? Yeah, my favourite bit. Well, yeah, it probably
0: was Mark's favourite bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh, that uh, <laughs> your favourite bit, Mark.
0: Yeah. There's an evil news.
1: President
2: Evil. I swear we talk about, I think I've said this before,
0: like we talk about Resident Evil almost like every podcast. No, but you talk about Resident Evil every podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's, yeah, that is true. That's true. I was interested by this uh, first announcement, though.
2: Oh, Resident Evil Death Island. Mm. Yeah. The CG movie. Mm. Interesting concepts. I, I feel like they've done, well, they've done il- islands and prisons before, but doing Alcatraz is quite an interesting concept. Oh, um, good track. Having the, uh, aqu- aquatic bioweapons as well would be interesting. The big old shark. And the swimmable liquors? That's quite interesting. The swimmable <laughs> liquors. <laughs> that's what oh, they're amazing. called. <laughs> that is what they're called.
0: But, yeah. That's, I'm what, that's just... what I'm gonna call sharks from that one.
2: <laughs> the swimmable liquors. The other no, swim-
0: no, no, uh, <laughs> uh, s- it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's a swimmable liquor. <laughs> Come <Coming laughs> on. You're gonna lick so always <laughs> like
2: Yeah. Right, well. I'm liking the look of this anyway, because this, this is the first time that Jill Vantine's gonna be in a CG movie. Interestingly enough. Also, Technically, her first appearance chronically after Resident Evil Five, because they, they've said something interesting about um, her. I suppose to try and throw a spoiler. Resident Evil Three. She just get infected, but then gets cured. Um, but they're trying to explain here that why she still looks like her Resident Evil Three counterpart, kind of and then. Maybe potentially laziness on the developer's part of it. Um, is that, uh, the, the virus has somehow made her age slowly.
0: Oh, that old chest though.
2: Hmm. So although like Chris and Leon's looks are quite more older than normal. <laughs> like she's like, yep, i I still look like how I did 20 years ago. Like, I uh, don't know, but it'd be cool first time she's teamed up with Leon as well so I'd be interested to see how old, how old the story is in that and if it's actually canon to any of the story because the love all overplayed <laughs> but then we got to the meaty stuff didn't we yes
3: was it before
0: and the announcement of I think something we already knew but a demo yes. but mm-hmm. a different kind of demo than I think we expected
2: uh yeah, throwing away traditional sense for the last few demos that they've done, where they normally announce the demo and it's sort of uh, on a time basis. So you normally cool. have about 30 minutes to have a play around, which was for. Uh, that was for. I think it started with Remake 2, went on to Remake 3, and it was also the same for Village, although they eventually start doing sort of 60 minute demos. Um. Because normally you get one go and that's kind of it. Whereas here it was said play as much as you want. Yeah. No time limits.
0: I'm guessing it was actually shorter though. Uh,
2: I've uh, I've I've seen an average playtime of around 25 30 minutes so. Oh okay that's not too bad then. Um, But there's,
0: there's other stuff in it. Um. But they call this the chainsaw demo don't they? Yes. I uh, am because
2: it so, had the chainsaw line in it. Aye, yes, Mr. Well, not Mr. Dr. Salvador is his name. And he will, uh, like to see you now with his chainsaw. So, hmm, it's basically, uh, almost essentially sort of the first section of the game. Sort of chapter one, they would call it. Uh, where you play as Leon, you're going through, um, little sort of village, and then uh, eventually you'll get hold it on so you guys sort of survive uh survive for as long as you can really so hmm very excited about this demo any of you guys would you would you play more
0: well no, I'm, I'm not going to play the game so hmm I'm not kidding No oh, I've already told know. you I've already told you hard life uh, hard life <laughs> hard drive
1: space hard, hard life half time <laughs> Hard drive, half life. Life, hard life. Scatch <laughs> <laughs> it on
2: there. No, no again. Yeah. Gordon insists.
1: Yeah, I I liked the look of this. I um I downloaded oh. the demo earlier on today, and uh-huh. it went horribly. Oh dear. I I don't know whether to save this for later of like currently playing, or whether to just talk about it now. Should I talk about it now quickly? yes on it let's do oh, it
2: you've uh, opened yeah. up the bottle sir.
1: so obviously as you know he starts out as draco malfoy and um <laughs> sure leon i gonna
2: shove so wand up your
1: backside sorry i've just been playing too much hogwarts legacy anyway um so yeah you start as well you play as leon and honestly from the second i started I was crapping myself because they this just like growling in the woods as I was like trying to traverse through and um, so I was scared like from like the first like 20 seconds and eventually you find you into this house and um, you you go through and you find this like makeshift cross that this person's made and um, you can kind of read it on the back I can't remember what it says but it's ominous whatever it says um. And then you find your way to this guy and he's making the stew and you think, oh, cool. He's going to help me out. Plot twist. He doesn't help you out and tries to kill you. And then
0: in a Resident evil guy.
1: <laughs> I know. Okay. And I thought to myself, oh, I wonder what he's been cooking. A nice tasty stew. So I go up and have a look at it and it's absolutely rank. I don't know what he's used to to make it like dust and God knows what else. But well, yeah, that was terrible. Anyway, I'll um, I was trapping myself, going through this house, getting chased by, are these zombies? They are zombies, aren't they? What do we call them zombies? I call them zombies. In in, 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 in LA effect, LA. yeah, yeah.
2: the they're, they're known as ganados,
1: So. Okay, getting chased by these Ganados. Um. Anyway, I I managed to get my gun, kill them. after putting put, put, put like two clips into one of them. And then three more turn up. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is not going to end well. Anyway, I somehow managed to melee the others eventually and get out of this house. And I go down this path and there was this one standing there and I shot it twice in the head. Its head was like hanging off and it fell to the ground. And then it gave me a prompt to melee. And i was like, no, it's fine. His head's hanging off. He's not going to be alive. Anyway, it proceeds to get up, come after me, and I put another clip into it before it dies. So I've got literally two bullets left at this point. And I get into this village square and I use my binoculars and the Ganados, is that right, set this police officer on fire. And they're like, oh, damn, I've got to do something. So while we've got the advantage, I shoot one of them in the head and then they all proceed to come after me. Because I thought, oh, there's three. I'll be able to get around it. There wasn't mm-hmm. three. There was about 15 of them, all chasing <laughs> me down,
3: yeah.
1: like holding me. So I'm like trying to get out, get away from them. Anyway, I do a really good job of running around this village, trying to evade them. And eventually, it comes to a cutscene where this person with a chainsaw comes through the gate. I'm like, oh, fantastic! This person's gonna help me. The chainsaw guy did not help me. He <laughs>
2: You're far too trusting with these you, well,
0: people. Yeah, why would you think? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you I thought I, all these people are going to help me. I thought this guy
2: with a bag of his head holding a
1: chainsaw. Yeah, well, it's called. Um, what's the demo called again? Chainsaw demo. I thought, yeah, he's going to help me. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the mini boss. He, ch- <laughs> he joins the mob, and between the mob and him, I just die, and then that was my fifteen twenty minutes of playing it. And I'm like, right, I've got to go and get some lunch, because I'm emotionally drained from this experience. Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, for all it's worth, I did actually quite enjoy it, apart from getting torn limb from limb.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I thought I'd just tell you that. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Me thinking there was hope, but it just got worse. <laughs> oh, <dear>. So naive. <laughs> I know, I'll learn one of these days. I won't learn. Oh, you'll, you'll like this as well. Was it um, Resident Evil Origins that I played that time, where I just kept pushing the zombie over?
2: Well, I mean, it was like the remake of the first game, but yeah, that's what you were playing.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I did something similar when I came across my first zombie. And like They were down on the floor, and then, like, literally about three seconds later, it started getting up again. And I'm like, oh no. I should have just melee you in the neck when I had the chance, but. I should have yeah. pushed you over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I might, I might, I might. I No, I, don't, I, I say I might get it. No, I probably won't. I'll keep trying to play the demo though. I think and see if I can actually get through it.
0: Okay. Just an old melee run. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: old just all
0: knife.
2: Yeah. That might be difficult. No, Scott, durability. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only going to last so long. <laughs> Oh right, well, I think that was the end of the the spotlight for us. Mm.
3: What would you highlight? You can say Resident, Resident Evil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much Resident Evil news. Exo Primal and Exo Primal, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't believe you for a second. We're we'll going. I'm going to go Street Fighter.
3: Yeah, that that's my second choice after Exo Primal.
2: Any other news?
3: Yeah, shall we stick to uh, Japan? Okay. So, Square Enix. Mm-hmm. They have made the decision to
0: dissolve the Luminous Productions, the developer, who only about a month ago released Forspoken.
1: Well, I'm not surprised because Forspoken's has not done very well. Mm.
3: Oh, dear,
0: yeah. It's it's a bit of a uh, drastic decision, though, isn't it? <laughs> to suddenly just dissolve it and basically they're going to merge it with the public itself.
1: At least, hopefully, not many people lose the jobs then.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think. Yeah, that is the positive to be from it. But say that I don't think yeah, they've actually I made I don't think they've made many games before, and anyway I think they had a, a, a previous old name, and they did a final fantasy game, but I don't know which one it was mm. but they did it under a different name. I' have to look that up, but this merger will happen on May the first but yeah that's that's just a bit of a drastic decision to do so quickly one month. But saying that, Square Enix doesn't surprise me, really. <laughs> they, uh, they make a lot, a lot of drastic decisions, to be quite honest. But, uh, that's not the end of Square Enix. They have replaced their director. Really? Mm. So, Yosuke Matsuda is being replaced as president and representative director. So, I don't know if you remember this. But this is the guy who, for the past couple of new years, has been releasing these weird statements about basically pushing NFTs and the blockchain. Yeah. The idea, claiming that it's, it's the future for them and the company and all that. And insisting it's, it's what we all want. No, it isn't. And he was, he was just like obsessed with this nonsense. And there was just like atrocious statements that gamers just don't want to hear. Uh, but he's getting the boot. Well, he's not getting the boot. I think he's just getting. It's 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 sidestepping somewhere else, I think, in the company. And he's been replaced by a guy called Takashi Kiryu. Not that Kiryu. And this is due to happen pending approval in June. And at first you might think, oh, that's great. F that guy. The one about the NFTs. Um, That's until you research the new chap who's coming in. So it turns out he's only been at Square Enix a short time. And before that, he was general manager at a company called Dentsu Innovation Initiative, who, yes, you've guessed it, are a business group that explored opportunities, including the metaverse. Of course. So if anything, it seems like they're doubling down on this whole thing, Um, as opposed to quashing it. So that's quite sad, I think. I think they just wanted someone who was a bit more experienced in that. Mm. And that's why they did it. As opposed to, we don't like his ideas.
1: Uh, <laughs> mm. I mean, it might be, it, as a positive spin, it might be that they're looking to create more virtual experiences or AR experiences for PSVR 2. So maybe they're looking for somebody that's had a bit more um,
0: time in that space. Do you know how I previously just said, oh, naive Nathan? Yeah, I I, I can't, I can't put a positive spin on this. This is, this is the guy I just chainsaw again, isn't it? I can only just look at this as just being a bad thing. Well, to be honest, it would have been bad either way. Whichever one they get in charge.
3: They've both clearly got the same ideas. Well, yeah. Square Nix. Yay. Anything else?
2: Well, just, uh, just a quick note on um, Luminous Productions. The game that they worked on before, before Spoken was Final
0: Fantasy XV. Do you know what name it was under? I can't remember. I think they were they did it under a different name, didn't they? I think. Um,
2: mild, they might have done that. There's, there's a lot. Though. I see one that stated as Business Division 2, but I don't think that was it.
0: Oh, no, I think that might be Actually, now you've said that, I think that might have been it.
2: Oh, no, no, yeah, sorry. It was originally known as Business Division 2, which
0: was the development team responsible for Final Fantasy XV. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're so. going to do next. They're going to, they're going to change the name again. listen least in the game. Maybe. Um,
2: I, I can actually see the, the, the link between Forspoken and Final Fantasy XV. So a lot of the animation and movement looks quite similar, actually, so... That's a bit of a shame, actually. I actually quite enjoyed Final Fantasy XV. I know I got a lot of split opinions when it initially came out, but I actually thought gameplay-wise it was quite it was quite good. It was quite different for Final Fantasy. But it's what happens when you're making the IP and people just don't like it?
1: Yeah, win some, lose some. So. so. You might have noticed that recently we've had a new firmware update on your ps5 so Ooh. this has introduced mm-hmm. a few upgrades um so i've just picked out the ones that i personally like the best um, so firstly the support for vrr at 1440p so that's variable refresh rate so rather than maxing out at 60 frames per second if your monitor can take it then you can push that up if you want to so you've got that as a new option now Um, there's discord integration so previously you had to go onto your phone and set up a discord server there and call each other that way but now it's integrated directly into onto the ps5 so that you can make calls within discord on your ps5 now you do need to link your account so you'll have to do that Uh, But that's there for you now if you want to use it. There's also voice control. So now if you say, hey, PlayStation, you can give it commands. Like, for example, start recording or, hey, PlayStation, record the last five minutes. So instead of having to click your share button or double click to do whatever you want it to do, you can now use that. Um, You can also see, if you hover over a game in your main menu, how long you've played it for and what percentage you've done in that game, which is quite heartbreaking when I look at how much time I've put into FIFA. Um, But it is quite good because I can see like how long I've played Hogwarts Legacy, how how long I've played Yakuza for, and games like that where previously I might not have known. Um, So that's pretty cool and there's also now an option um, so if you've got two ps5s you can now transfer data from ps5 to ps5 so if anyone's got two you can now do that if you want hmm. and there's also an option now for viewing just your vr games so this has come and uh, now we've got psvr2 um, so if you just want to see your vr library you can now just click an option for that um, So, yeah, I think there's a few good additions in there. There's a few more things that they've added, but that was just, like, the main stuff that I picked up on. Mm. It's good.
2: I don't think I've known anyone use the voice commands.
3: I tried earlier.
2: Like, they were on PS4 as well. I just... Well, I did it as, like, a fun little test to see how it works and stuff, but, like, as, like, main usage, I was... I don't know, I'm a traditionalist, always want to use click buttons.
0: I just yeah. find clicking the share button is just would just be quicker. That's
1: what like, I think. Yeah. If you're in the middle of a game, it might take away from what you're doing if it's a really fast paced game.
2: I I, I actually I, I think it's 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 good as a accessibility option. I think definitely is like yeah, accessibility. I'll that. Yeah. Great for those when needed. Um Yeah. Discord stuff, really good. Now I don't to talk to my friends on PC if we're doing Fortnite and just connect directly through PlayStation, so that'll be good. Um, and any other cross-play game, I suppose. Might just start playing Rocket League on
1: mm. PlayStation. Oh, yeah. There's, funnily enough, now you said that, there's one thing I forgot. The, uh, the sharing stuff that they've added. So if you're playing a game and you want one of your friends to give it a try... You can invite them to play your game, so they'll be playing it instead of you. I thought that already existed.
2: Yeah, I thought that was like part of the remote play stuff.
0: Is it? Oh.
1: I've not really heard anyone talk about it until recently, so I thought it was part of the upgrade.
0: Hmm. Because I've invited invited my brother a while ago to play Ghost of Tsushima. So he's not playing it.
3: Yeah. Oh. That's
1: pretty
0: cool. It's still not boy though.
1: <laughs> I'd have an ulterior motive for inviting people into my games. Like, if I got to a really hard bit, I'd say, come on, <laughs> jump on and get it
0: started. Oh, yeah. I bet mm. you can't do this. <laughs> yeah. The
2: first time experience of that. I, I did Breath of the Wild all
1: on my own. You know, mm. Melt, movie Ganon. I did Phase when it 2, it was Ganon, though.
2: it was, like, one of a... Um... That, uh,
1: Thunder as well.
2: Thing? Oh yeah, that one, yeah. I oh, want to moves real quick. Like, myself told me about bloody, very tries. And he's like, oh yeah, I could you do this, Matt? What? <laughs> what did
1: you say? The so game is about collaboration. In flashbacks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that'll be, it should be a good little feature though, um, for us that need to use it. So. Uh, we, we got quite a bit of Pokemon news, um, over the last week or so. Yeah. Um, I heard there was, uh, there was a bit of a uh, negative side to it though. Um, uh, to start us off, I think you, you've heard rumblings of a,
1: of a save glitch but glitch. Yeah. So for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, if you connect your Pokemon Go app or download the DLC, it started causing your entire save file to corrupt. Um, so mm. that's since the latest patch that they brought out that it started doing that. So if anyone's currently on a save and they don't want to lose what they're working on, don't um, connect your Pokemon Go app or download the latest DLC until they've done a patch for this. Because I know I'd hate to lose my save and I don't want anyone to lose theirs. So... But Mm. subsequently, there has been a, in air quotes, fix for this. So if you are experiencing it, you can give this a try. So firstly, what you need to do is check if you're actually getting the saved data corrupted error and not just a regular crash, because then you can go online and find a different fix for that. So what you can do is if you open up an alternate Nintendo Switch account, um, or use a different existing one to what you've got your save on and then use this account to play the uh, play the game at the point you can save it. And then basically it will reenact it'll just re you can redo your save on the other account. So it's not not everything will be lost. So you've got to basically set up another account and then put your game in on and load it against the other account. And then that has worked. So um, people have tried that with switch lights, OLEDs and normal switches, um, and they seem to be getting some success that way, so if you're having the problem, you can do that as a bit of a workaround until it's actually fixed.
2: I honestly thought well, the way you were describing it was like, right, we've got a workaround, create a new save, start <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Just start again. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to do, just start again. <laughs> That's <laughs> where so you go. I was like, that's that's not a workaround. That's just that's a hard work again. I'm gonna put 200 miles in there. Who puts 200 up? Oh wait a minute, I do. <laughs> you don't. do. Um. Well, that wasn't all on the on the Pokemon news front because uh we ended up having a, a bit of a Pokemon Day event that happens with a lot of love Pokemon news that came out here. Hmm. Uh, so the first thing that got revealed was the Pokemon World Championships, which is going to be held in Yokohama, Japan this year. Um this is essentially just a place where, like, they have Pokemon competitions and games, the games, and the card game as well. So basically, here's going to be like a new, new championships for those, which is cool. Um I think like a couple of years ago it was held in London, which was pretty cool. Kinda of wish I actually went to it. Um so is that, uh, then we had an announcement from Netflix that they're gonna be making a animated Pokemon series.
1: What? Not Pokemon?
2: Yes, not Pokemon. <laughs> but Pokemon. But, but yes, but, I, yes. Um that one, yeah. So it's gonna be called Pokemon Consurge? I've probably butchered that word. I will. Paste that in the chat and someone can tell me, me what it's actually called.
0: <laughs> Concierge.
2: Concierge, yeah. Um, it was, it was a very, very small teaser trail, really, where you had this kind of, um, it's almost like a stop motion, like a stop slash claymation, um, animation to it, where this kind of girl who's kind of <coughs> come up to the beach, um, she looks up to the sun and then there's a little side duck that comes next to her. Quacks and that's about it. Um, so, not much to be known other than it's a Stop Mush series on a vacation resort. Um no release date, but we'll see how that goes. Next was an update on Pokemon Unite, so um the legendary Pokemon Zyk, uh, Zakia from Pokemon Sword. Um is gonna be playable, which is interesting. Nothing else other than that. Um there's gonna be an update to Pokemon Cafe Remix, uh where you'll be able to get Star Pokemon from Scarlet and Violet in there. Um and some other Pokemon. There's gonna be an update to Pokemon Masters E X, uh where the three rivals from Sword and Shield are gonna be introduced, so that is uh Man- Marnie, who is this old little golf girl in, um, Teams, is it team Team Shout? Team Star? Something like that? I've forgotten. Um, oh sorry, Team Yell. That's it, Team Yell. Uh, Hop's gonna be in it and Betty. I forgot what that is. I think that's the ghost
3: gym trainer.
2: Something that was announced years ago that's actually real and is coming. Pokemon Sleep.
3: It's really? a real thing. Where if you
2: Pokemon sleep. sleep. Yeah. So you'll catch Pokemon while you go to sleep. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so it's, it's essentially like a sleep tracking app. That involves Pokemon as well. And, um, depending on what kind of sleep, sleeper you are, you get like, you can get like different Pokemon in it. What? I implore you to watch <laughs> the trailer and it'll explain everything and also still leave you with like, why? Why have you made this? <laughs> <clears throat> Along with that though, um, there's a gadget that you can get for it, which will also integrate with Pokemon Go. And it's called Pokemon Go Plus Plus. What? Exactly. Plus Plus. Yep. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, kind of like a, a big Pokeball, like, flat thing. It's meant to help with the Pokemon sleep as well, be able to track your sleep better. I don't know. Pokemon things. Mark looks perplexed, as always. I'll
1: buy it. If it helps me on Pokemon Go, I'm, I'll buy, I'm having it. Buy that for a dollar. It's um, only going to be a dollar, unfortunately. So well, probably not. So,
2: uh, moving on from that. Oh, you can get that on July the 14th, apparently. That's the plus plus. I don't know when the sleep's coming out. Um, right. Then, moving on to Scarlet and Violet news. uh, We're getting two new Paradox Pokemon. Um that will be available in um the raids I believe that that's going on the my worrying honor um so for scarlet you'll be getting Pokemon walking wake, which is a paradox version of Sikun, legendary water dog Pokemon from Pokemon gold and silver uh violet gets the chance to catch Iron Leaves, who is essentially a futuristic version of Barizian, who is a legendary Pokemon from Ooh. Mine escapes me. I wanna say Diamond and Pearl. Might be black and white, I can't remember. That that area escapes me. But they'll be available in um
1: in terror raids, so Yeah I think it's black and white that one. Black and white, thank you they look cool though.
2: What you can also do is if you did link your Go account, Scarlet or Violet, you'll be able to spawn Gimme Ghoul in Pokemon Go, which is the um, so they're like the ghost Pokemon that loves coins. Oh yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: There've been there's been like a few of them like hanging around that you can't catch recently. Yeah. Well, I'd say recently over the last few months on Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have to do it. I'm going to sacrifice
2: the save and link the Pokemon <laughs> Go again. Okay. Well, you you do that. I've still yet to touch it from the last time I spoke about it, which has been about two or three months. <laughs> so, um which is very unlike me. I'm normally, like, as soon as I get a Pokemon game, I'm on it, but for whatever reason, I'm just like, I've had other stuff. Unfortunately. Um, and then the last piece of news, which uh Niffin, Highlight to a little, well, highlight a little bit in his previous news, is the Scarlet and Violet, again, DLC. So uh, I think similar to um what having this Sword and Shield, there's going to be um, a couple that come out. Apparently this DLC is coming in two parts. Um, so it's called the Hidden Treasure of Area Zero, um, which will take you beyond Paldera. So it looks like we're getting a new region. Um, first part of it is called Teal Mask, uh, which is coming out this autumn. Uh, it's saying here, the adventure will take players on a school trip in the Kitakami region. Ooh, maybe going back to Japanese region, perhaps? Uh, the Indigo Disc takes you to Blueberry Academy as an exchange student and will be coming later this winter. You'll be able to catch legendary Ogapon and Terrapagos, or Pagos, as well as Pokemon from all the generations that are version dependent. Uh, I believe they did do briefly talk about the second one as well, but I think that's coming sometime much later this year or perhaps 2014. I can't remember exactly now, but. Yep, a lot of big Pokemon news. Always looking forward to... some yeah. uh, new DLC to games and stuff. Keep the games going. Alright, so start playing it. I Play it to catch up.
3: Play it. it. It is good. I'm sure Mark will be all over it. <laughs> Chance to be a fine
2: thing. Of what? Exactly. I don't think there's even known what we were talking about for the last few minutes. Anyway, other news. Should we talk delays? Oh,
0: do we have to? Oh,
3: mm. uh, So, well, it's
2: been delayed now.
0: Starfield, that game. Oh, no, not that game. So, initially, it was given the release date of the 11th of November, 2022. Mm-hmm. And then it got pushed to the first half of this year, 2023. And now it's been delayed yet again. With the release now slated for September the sixth, twenty twenty three. Quite a while away. Yeah. I mean, as we said before, just get it right. You know, don't mind delays. Just get it right.
3: Mm,
0: but yeah. I think I think game makers need to stop being so ridiculously ambitious when it comes to timeframes.
2: Yeah, but you know what Bethesda's like.
0: Well, it's everyone really now, though, isn't it? It's like it means, yeah, it's, al- it means it's almost a year. after the initial release date, it means that means it must have been wildly optimistic to meet that deadline to begin with. So why make it in the first place? It's just I feel like now you should have a deadline and then add an extra year. (laughs) That's just the way it feels now. Because it's always more polish. I I, am getting sick of hearing that term now. More polish. Alright. Just get it just get it right. But Well, they did, ah, well they did say they, there would be a Starfield Direct on June the 11th. Oh, that be So we'll learn more we, about it. We, we'd see there.
2: more of the game anyway, so.
0: Yeah, we do. Because there was questionable parts from that thing yeah. did a few months ago.
2: I think what I really want to see is more about the space combat aspect of it. Like, what's that going to look like? Mm. What is it
1: like, you know, hopping from galaxy to galaxy? What's that look like? It's not that I
0: want more resource gathering and farming. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want more Minecraft
2: in me, Starfields.
0: Yeah, that's the bit that does worry. me. But we'll see. We'll see. Right.
2: Well, that's not the only reported game to have been delayed. Mm. Although I will specify with this piece of news that there is rumoured to be delayed, it is not confirmed. Yeah. Um, but it is coming from quite a reliable source. Uh, as always from Mr. Jason, is it Schreier? Yep. I got it right. <laughs> uh, I know with his last name. Oh, I'll just ask for you. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Jason Schreier did, uh, make a, uh, make a article on Bloomberg, which I'll not be subscribing to. So I'll just take whatever tidbits uh, Kotaku took from. Uh so it's looking as though Cheapskate. Our good old, <laughs> <laughs>
3: no our good old said.
2: game that we never debate about at all. Uh Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League might be getting a delay from its planned May release to sometime late this year. For um, more polish. For all that nail no <laughs> polish.
0: Yeah.
2: Um is is staying that it's not due to any negative feedback or backlash that they
0: received well, from the last yeah, right. time
2: we saw the game.
0: The thing, the thing is, they can't overhaul it anyway. They're too far down the rabbit hole. So,
2: well, I say, isn't it? Like, I think
0: any changes. it
2: it it really feels like the the live service part of the game was thrown in at a time when like that was still popular. Oh, it was like still in its quite infancy. and then, like as this game' has been developed, delayed, we've just seen a uh, a ton of backlash and and dead live service games now, where it's just like yeah. should we have really gone down this route but i mean i tr- I trust that the gameplay would still looks pretty good from my point of view, um I know mark has.
0: We'll beg to, diff- we'll be, we'll so make to not, differ on that
2: one, but we will agree to disagree. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll just have to see when it comes to it.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll see what reviews are like. Um, I'm sure the live stuff is going to be rubbish anyway. So it's probably the one thing that we can agree about. Um, but yeah, looks like it might be into delayed. which I mean, could be a good thing because I feel like there's some big releases coming around in May anyway, like yeah, Zelda. In- yeah, this uh, is Zelda. Zelda's the out Around Zelda's gonna get ruined, just ask the original exactly. Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> um, Diablo as well. Big, big PC game, you know. It's gonna get absolutely ignored. So it's a good thing that it's moving um right next to Starfield. Uh <laughs> probably. Or whatever the next Call of Duty is <laughs> Right, well, shall we finish on something that I'm pretty sure Nathan has been looking forward to for fifteen years?
1: Yeah, since I were a fetus, I've been looking forward to this. I <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, fifteen that's years a, <laughs> it's a long time <laughs> to be <Nice>. a fetus.
2: <laughs> like just just getting at an infancy and then was cryo frozen for fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, that's it. And I grew into an adult. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well and well, that's the build on it. Uh so...
0: so come on, what what is it? what is this 15 year thing then?
2: So uh I believe it was it was uh it was after a esports event. It was called Dragon Ball Games Battle Hour twenty twenty-three. Um other than uh I believe some news over um Dragon Ball fighter z fighters getting a a new balance patch and and uh and whatnot they announced a new game in a game series that we've not seen for 15 years
1: yep what is that game dragon ball Budokai tenkaichi Mm. so they came out with the first three and now we're getting number four
2: Mm, yes and we got a little, we got a little teaser trailer as well. So um we had like a bit of a, one of those, those, those classic, um trailers where you, you see the old games in a C, CRT TV or one of those old screen TVs. Got to see what they looked like and then, uh, towards the end you had like a little bit of a animation of seeing Goku doing his power up in one of the old games. Mm-hmm. And they, and they transitioned into would look to be Unreal Engine 4 or 5, whatever they're using, and uh essentially replicating the same scene. Only now, instead of turning into a Super Saiyan, you turned into a Super Saiyan, God, Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan Blue. Or Super sure. Saiyan Blue for the official name that they eventually called it. Because <laughs> that stuff is too long-winded. um. I would say, actually, I do like, I already kind of like look of the game already, even though it's very, very short. Like, style-wise, I, I quite like it. Um, I do wonder what they're really going to do with this game.
1: I think they're going to recap the original story that took it up to three, and then go beyond that with probably up to the universe tournament, Universal Tournament arc like Goku versus Jiren, and then that's it. I don't think they'll catch up to where the manga is. I hope they do. Or they could just do it as DLC later, like do the Moro arc, and then the Granola arc after. But...
2: Mm, yeah, maybe.
1: Because there's a lot of ground like, to cover.
2: Yeah, no, there is, there is. Um, I think they wouldn't do that. If only that, it would... It would also it almost kind of put it in almost a direct link to Kakarot, and then, like, we've already had w- one retelling of, like, the original series, I feel like, with um, Budokai Tenshi, and I know the first, I think the first one did it, and then I think...
1: Well, the first I one... I think they might... skipped
2: over on the second one, and then read it again on the third one, but they had, like, a what-if scenarios of, like, oh,
1: what if... Yeah, so the first one went up to the end of the Cell games, where Gohan beat Cell. Oh, right. um, The second one did up to the end of the Boo-Arc, but everything, Buak, right. it did basically just the entire thing. Serious, but yeah. one thing that was cool about two was that I think it had like the board game aspect to it, which was quite weird. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm actually thinking of Budokai, actually, not Budokai Tenkaichi. Anyway. um... Yeah, they did kind of go gradually in terms of the way that the story encapsulated. I know at least yeah. one of them did have like the um the timelines where it just split off. You could do like weird fights in different timelines that you wouldn't have got normally.
2: Yeah, so. I feel like that's where like maybe the inspiration for Xenoverse might have come into it. Um I also think three introduced the G T characters as well. Yeah. Whether they would do that here as well. Um bevel
1: I hope they do. But no. S- Super Saiyan 4 Gogito versus Super Saiyan Blue Gogito, that'd be pretty cool. Um but yeah, personally I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait for it to come out. It's one hundred percent gonna be a day one. If there is any special edition, I'm buying it. Jolly good. You think
2: so, not you? Probably like the.
1: Give me some logo, figures. Or something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Can he wait? So, yeah, I think that's it for the news.
0: Sure, we want to what we currently play.
1: Let's do it. Yeah, go on. Who wants to begin? I'll do it. I'll go first. It's been a go while. Go on, Nathan. Oh, wait. So, um, you'll have all missed my literal two-week binge of playing nothing but Hogwarts Legacy because mm. when I got it it took over my life and mm. um, honestly when I first started playing it it's all I could think about when I got up in the morning it was the second thing <laughs> I thought about the first thing was getting marmalade on toast the second thing was Hogwarts Legacy um,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Got to look after number one. If exactly. I can't, if I can't survive, I can't play Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, so, you need yeah. fuel
0: to get through. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> um,
1: but honestly, i would i would never been this in gripped in a game before that I can remember. I just sunk my entire being into it.
0: Is that because she's just a big Harry Potter fan? Is that,
1: not really. Is I'm not. Great I'm not a massive Potter fan, really. I just wanted to mm. be an evil wizard. Um... <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> um yeah i just i just enjoyed it so much like i enjoy the world itself you know just the wonder of it all Mm. flying around in your broom, experiencing it all um the story of it fantastic all the different little things you can do within the world like there's these merlin trials that are a bit more puzzly there's the story itself that you have to go through there's the combat aspects of it which i think is great because as you go through and Go to different classes, you learn different spells, and then you can use that in the world to unlock more stuff. Um, going around Hogwarts really faithful recreation of it. I just, I just loved it. It was just a really amazing place to be. Yeah, I'd, I have tried to get 100%. Um, I'm at currently at 94%, but when I got to 94%, I found a bug. So I found that there weren't enough quests for me to complete my quest guide. I was one short, and that's because there was a glitch in the game where if you unlock this cage to free this beast, it wouldn't trigger the quest to actually do that because you could do it externally to the quest itself. So, mm. But they've subsequently patched it, so I need to get back on it because I've not played it for a few weeks now. Um, and that was the reason, because I'm like, right, if I can't 100 percent it, like, in my opinion, I'm wasting my time because that was my one aim to do everything on the game and to hopefully get that platinum if I can, which I'm fairly close to. So I've, I'm going to get on that and I'm going to I'm going to get that platinum at some point. Um, I don't want to talk about one story that I had on it. Um, So do you know what house elves are in Harry Potter?
2: Yes. If,
3: Dobby's if, a house
1: elf, in not yeah, Dobby. Like, just like Dobby, yeah. So basically the slaves to humans. Um, you base they basically do everything that they're told. And there's this house elf called Deke. And he's got a friend that went to do some research for his family. Um and it was at this um this like oh, you will like this map, this like spider den. Oh, um, of Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's quite heartbreaking, actually, because as you go through this den, you find letters from this house elf about what he's found out, his experiences. And eventually they get quite dark because he gets quite scared because he, as he's going into this lair, the spider's are getting bigger and they're starting to attack him and he's getting injured. Um, and he gets to one point where you, you find him and you think, oh, OK, we've got to him. We can get him back to his friend Deke and everything will be OK. But as you move closer, you find that he's actually dead, um, which is quite heart wrenching. And then there's a letter next to him. And he was only part way through writing the letter when he died. But it's just him talking about how alone he feels and that he's cold and he just feels like there's there's nothing left and he just gets part way through writing this letter and he just dies from his injuries from these spiders. They were horrible. And then, literally, two minutes after I finished, I had to go to work. <laughs> so, not the best way to start the morning. But, um, but honestly, there's like little things like that that you can just get lost in the side quests because they're that fantastic. If I, if I had to explain like the play style, I'd probably say it's, a, it's like a Souls game, but without the hardness, really. Because there's the, the world aspect in terms of there's this massive world you can go around with all these creatures but it's easy and obviously as soon as i could i learned all the unforgivable curses and i've used the killing curse more times than i can remember um but it does have like a five ten minute cooldown time so you can't just spam it all the time unfortunately um but yeah
0: you just stood there waiting <laughs> i'm gonna get you you're my next too. oh i'm just taking just something. looking at the clock
1: well funny funnily enough, I do toy around with some trolls sometimes. So if they're like chucking rocks at you, you can like grab the rock and like hit them with your own rock that threw at you and stuff like that, which is quite fun. Um, and sometimes I, I will like keep dodging them until my um, killing curse meter goes to the top and I'll just finish them off with that. Just for laugh. Um but yeah, you can be you can be as nice as you want to be, because when you have dialogue with different characters, you do um you do get a choice. Some of the times I decided to be merciful, other times not. So if you go and do something for somebody, so if you go and fetch something, when you go and see him, you can say, either ego, um, this is the thing that I've got for you, and they're like, oh, thank you. Or you can say, oh, it's it's taken me a while to do this. I think I should be compensated. So you can try and squeeze some money out of him, Or you can just say, I'm keeping this, it's mine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I think I might have sent you guys a video of like me negotiating with this girl that went and got these things, and uh, basically she says, "Oh, can I have them back?" I'm like, "No, I'm going to keep them now." <laughs> so, and she was like, "I hate this school." <laughs> I thought they were hilarious, but anyway. But anyway,
0: yeah, was yeah. a bit of a bully, there not <laughs> Me? Never. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely loved, love it to bits i'm i'm real i'm so happy that I bought it when I did and that I've liked as much as i've i have I'd implore anyone to get it it's it's just a wonderful game if you like harry Potter even better so yeah um so i'm gonna strive to get my hundred percent on that when i can um so the next game I've been playing is a game that I last played probably about eight months ago but i've come back to it recently because another game in the series has come out and it forced me to play this one again. So she like a dragon. So you might remember that I got, I actually got stuck on a bit of the game. I couldn't get through this fight. So I grinded for about six hours and then somehow it ended up getting worse. Um, but because the new like a dragon games come out, the power ups that you can pay for have now become less than half price. So like, right <laughs> I'm going to buy my way out of this. It's so, what they
0: wanted. It's what they wanted. Well, they've got
1: it. Yeah, uh, so just, so uh, I bought a couple of level-up um, packages, leveled my characters up, went in, did the fight, got that done. I was so happy, honestly. Because I, I thought to myself, right, you could pay eight quid and get these level-ups and and that'd be that. Or you can grind for another six hours. So I was like, right, my time's worth more than that, so I'm going to just pay the money and move on. But this is the kicker. It was getting quite late by the time I'd done this, and it was quite a sizable cutscene, so I ended up falling asleep halfway through the cutscene. So I didn't <laughs> see most of it. I'm at, honestly, and I, woke up, I woke up, and it was like my character was just standing around this junkyard, and I'm like, what's happened? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, oh, my goodness, Nathan, you've waited months for this and <laughs> you just fall asleep. Um, but yeah, anyway, got got through that. And then I've, uh, I've had to do a lot since. So basically, um, the antagonist in the game is vying to be like the, the president of um, Japan. And you've got to try and and you've got to try and get a candidate that can stop them. Because of their evil plan. Mm.
3: Um,
1: but to do that you've got to raise three million yen. And at the time we only had a couple of hundred thousand yen because I spent all my money failing English lesson tests. <laughs> it's
2: failing English lesson tests.
1: Yeah, basically there's this English training course, these English training courses you can do. Yeah. And they're about fifty thousand yen each, but it's a basically a five question test. And you can do them on like sports, general knowledge, um, like tons of different subjects. and They're just the most random questions ever. Like right. how many pins is there in bowling? And like 10, obviously I got that one right. But then it talks about baseball, which I know nothing about. Um, figure skating, I know nothing about. So I'll just pump in like 50,000 yen into these courses because I wanted to do them for some reason. Um I guess it's just yakuza and just these weird side quests and mini games um <laughs> yep yeah. um anyway so i had to try and raise three million yen um so we could put a candidate forward mm. and um i did everything i could so i did all my hero stuff so I beat up people for other people to break money in Um i've also got a rice cracker business so i was working on that
0: nice a business nice yeah
1: so i was working because that's like the business management side so you've got to like hire people um upgrade your venue yeah Yeah. um and then like expand the business to and then eventually after every like quarter you've done you get a board meeting and they ask you questions and then you pick who answers that question then they have faith in you or they absolutely demolish you and your company like goes down in the rankings It started off terribly, but I got the hang of it eventually after I fired a load of people. Um, And then the board were happy with that because because obviously we had more money on the payroll. (laughs) And then we started going up and um, I ended up getting quite a bit of money from that and all these little random side quests. And I managed to scrape together three million. I also pawned a lot of stuff as well. So I I pretty much ran my business, beat people up and sold my soul to the pawn shop. to scrape this three million together so now we've got enough money um now i've got to osaka now um where i've got to go to this only alliance um like headquarters to try and find my old boss mm. and i'm stuck on these two boss these two like boss fights at the minute and but there's this um kind of oh, what would you call it it's like a tournament that you can enter but you get a ton of xp from beating people in this tournament so at the minute i'm trying to grind that to level up because I need to get to probably okay. about level 55, 60 to, to beat the people that I need to to proceed with the game. But, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm, I've am i not given up just yet and bought any more level-up packs, but time will tell on that one. But, yeah, I, d- I do like it. I do want to buy the uh, new Like Dragon game. I did see it for about £43 or something on PS5, and I'm quite tempted, because it does look quite good. It's, um, I think it's set in the feudal Japan times, so yeah, quite an in- interesting period. So, <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, I've been playing that, and there's one last game that I've been playing. Well, I've not played much of it, but I just want to mention it because I think it's quite funny. Um, so I started playing Marvel vs. Capcom on the PS1. Now, just to premise this, the only reason I bought this game. <laughs> was because I thought you could beat Professor X up in a wheelchair. Uh, Excuse me? So I saw a TikTok about this game where you've (laughs) you've got Professor Xavier in a wheelchair and you're, like, just decimating, just beating him to a pulp. And I thought, this game looks amazing. So I looked in the comments and they said, oh, it's Marvel versus Capcom on PS1. I'm like, right, I'm buying it. Went on eBay, spent 50 quid on it, only to find out, that he's not even in the game.
2: Spent 50 quid? Yeah. Could have bought Like a issue for that.
1: Well, it weren't out then. I've only just come to you play it to now. You could have pre-ordered it. Well, I could have, yeah. I wish I had. <laughs> but, oh,
2: I, oh, you should have come to me. I would have told you
1: immediately that he's not in Marvel vs. Capcom. Well, I'll know that for next time. But, no, it's, no, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's Marvel vs. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I've got my little. <laughs> I would just ask a second. Guess my stop. Is it Marvel Versus Capcom? It is. Um but anyway, I've got my team. So I play in duos. Um and I've got Cammy from Capcom. Um mm-hmm. and Juggernaut from X-Men. Interesting. An unlikely duo. Combination. But it works. So Cammy does the kick in, Juggernaut comes in and elbows people. It's great. Um I've got to the third round. And then, to be honest, it got a bit difficult, so I switched it off at that point. But <laughs> <laughs> when the strain comes, um, it's, it's good. It's a, honestly, it's a, it's a good fighter. Not just because you get to see Cammy, but yeah, it's yeah, it's good. I mean, that's my reason. So. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll see if I can move any further on that one. But I'm disappointed that I don't get to beat a bold guy up. Told you, you
2: need um, X-Men Academy 2, I think it's called.
1: Okay, right. I'll have a look at that for that after the pod. No, in my look, it's going to be like 110 quid or something. Might be. I've heard Them games seems to be expensive, so, yeah. Anyway. And then, actually, just one more thing. Uh, just a couple of things that I've actually bought. Oh. So, I end up buying PSVR 2. But not only that, I end up buying another PS5. Um, so... How
0: much fun is well, that? You, yeah, you can transfer <laughs> your save files there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So I've, we've got a PS5 in the games room now and in the living room. But there's a reason for this. Listen to him.
0: In the games room and the living room. In the
1: games room. <laughs> but it's because then I can like, there's more room in the games room because I can just move the gaming chairs back and then I've got like this space in the middle of the room that I can oh, just... The, the gaming chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I can so I've got like more freedom to like move around and stuff rather than just being sat on the sofa so um that happened so I've been quite frivolous with my money um over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks
3: okay.
1: I, I did i have played a little bit of Call of the mountain and i I want to say a little bit I mean literally six minutes of it, but the six minutes that I did play was I was absolutely awestruck. Because you get to see the actual scale of the beasts that are in the game, which is absolutely fantastic from what I've seen so far. Because when you're playing this Aloy and you're really powerful, you get a bit desensitized to what you're actually doing. But looking at it in VR, the like the the place is lush, the beasts look absolutely absolutely amazing. Really early on, like this is it a tall neck, it's a tall neck, isn't it? like walks over like the boat that you're in absolutely massive it's it was brilliant but yeah also just about the vr the setup process is fantastic like i didn't realize it had so much tech in it and ways that you could adjust the headset to make it right for you and just in terms of the bracket at the back where you can set that and you can do um you can change like the front of it as well just to move it closer or further away to your eyes and then the focusing aspects of it as well because it'll track where your eyes move as well and you can use that within game in the menus and stuff which were quite cool um so yeah it's a massive step up on the original vr and plus because it's only got one wire absolutely it's just easy you just get it out of the drawer plug it in off you go it's great so having a good time with it so far the six minutes (laughs) that bad
0: but um but
1: yeah anyway that's what i've been playing what about you, Mark?
0: Oh, okay. So I went on a lovely little game called Unpacking.
1: Sounds like your perfect game.
0: Yes. So this is somewhat of a puzzle game, but it's actually more of, I guess I could say, a Zen-type experience, perhaps. Mm. So the game follows a uh, a female character. as She goes through a series of eight house moves throughout her life. So and you are tasked with unboxing her belongings and placing them in the house. Um, So you start off with one room and it's a first bedroom as a little kid. So obviously you've got like toys everywhere, plushies, games, all that kind of stuff. But the game has like some sort of algorithm to it. So it has logic to where things should be placed. So this thing should be on the shelf, this thing should be on the wall, etc so you, i mean you don't have to be precise about where things go but they should have you should put them in a place where it has relative sense and as the game goes on she obviously she moves into different places and but the wonderful thing about it is the way the game reveals details about the character as you go through it so by unpacking her boxes you start to learn more as she gets older like what her hobbies and interests are uh what jobs she does what relationship she develops and so on and it's got some lovely environmental storytelling in there so in one of them she's moving in with a uh, first boyfriend and so she's moving into his apartment and there's like you're unpacking all this stuff and there's like barely any room in there because he's just got all his stuff on there so you've got to try and find places to get that well then on the following house move you find out she's she's back in a uh, back in a childhood home which kind of tells you that things perhaps didn't go so well with that relationship but one nice little detail is that um, if you take a photograph that you unpack you put it on the cork board you can see the uh, the pins been put through the boy's boyfriend's face oh. it's just there's just little details like that <laughs> that kind of give away like things that have happened that's really nice that and as you go through that the moves get progressively bigger as you might expect so you have more rooms more boxes and more items to unbox and occasionally they have this thing where you' like you might find a stray item like in a box somewhere else so you, you might find a frying pan in a box in the bathroom or something like that and then you've got to put it in the correct place um there's a few nice little trophies in there as well so for, for doing like silly things so you can like write equations on the fridge with fridge magnets and that will give you a trophy yeah. or like solving a Rubik's cube that you've you've opened up. Um, now my method for actually when I played it was just to open all the boxes and chuck everything on the floor, because basically what the game does is that once you've once you've unpacked all the boxes, it will highlight everything that it thinks is in a bad place. So that you know, so that you can just organize everything more clearly. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's not it's not hugely long. It's about it actually probably took me more near four hours but it's a lovely little relaxing game, Uh, there's a nice little story being told there and I don't encourage people to give it a try to be honest I I found it a really nice little experience.
1: What platform did you play it
0: on? I played it on PS5 but you can get it on on all sorts, I think it would be something good on the Switch the only minor quibble I've got is that sometimes, because it's like a pixelated art game Mm. Sometimes you don't really know what it is you've unpacked. So sometimes you might know it's, it's I don't know where that's supposed to go because I don't know what it is. So <laughs> it's, sometimes it can be a bit of a trial and error if you can't recognise it. But that's my that's my only quibble. But it's 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 lovely. And the music's very nice as well. That's really good. Now, gonna move on to a big game that i have start playing. And that is Gran Turismo Seven.
1: Did so, you get it because of VR?
0: Uh, well, partly, but that's that's not the main. That's not the only. One. So, of course, this is the latest instalment of the real driving simulator, as they call it. Um, so, when you start playing it, you you are thrown into a thing called the music rally, which is basically you race around a track to the beat of a of a piece of music. And I had a lovely time uh, going along, bopping along to a remix classical themes. And basically all, all all you do is you go around a series of checkpoints and then you accumulate time until you finish it. So you start off with 60 seconds, go through your checkpoints, you get 30 seconds each time, and then obviously complete the race. Blah, 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 blah. So that's the first bit. And then once you've done that, it becomes that the game has possibly the most irritating intro of any game I've ever crossed in my entire life. So, well, so basically what well. happens is you, you, you get a, a never-ending opening credit sequence that you can't skip, right? So it has this, like, this montage of, um, it's like old vintage photos uh, of like, um, the development of cars throughout the years. So back yeah. in black-white and photos and all that. Oh, okay. it's, it's got all the credits of, you know, people who made the game and all that. And it goes on forever. It's so long. And then that came to an end. And I thought, oh, okay. Because there's, there's a bit at the end where it blends into not uh, photo footage to, like, computer graphics. CG stuff. I thought, oh, okay, right, we're getting into the game now. Oh, no, that goes into a CG trailer that lasts another about a stupid amount of time that you can't skip. In total, this entire sequence probably lasted at least 10 minutes of unskippable wow. stuff. And it's, <laughs> it was pointless. I don't understand why it was there, but it just, annoyed me. But eventually, I got over that. Did you even get a trophy for it? No, no, <laughs> you don't get anything for that. No. Um, okay, so then I got into the proper stuff. So now I've played a bit of Gran Turismo back on the PS1 days. I think I played the first, the second one. Since then, I've not really played any. I don't think. Mm. But on this one, so I don't know if how how much this relates to the uh, the other game. Since, but so you have basically a world map. That is, well, it's called the world map, but it's not a world map. It's just the area where you are, I don't know. It's just basically an area, and it's got like, I don't know, eight or nine bits you visit, and things like Mm. that. So I'll I'll just go over basically a few of the ones that you come across. So you've got the, you start off obviously with the used car dealership, because you've got to buy a car, obviously. And you can't buy a brand spanking new car, you've got to get some trash to begin with. So I ended up buying, yes, trash. So I ended up buying a Toyota Aqua S11 in a rather lovely orange colour. And that was my first car. You get a choice of, like, three. Um, and then by Journey to World Domination, we get... So, uh, amusingly, the 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 ranking system of the cars is using a rating called the PP rating, which stands for performance points. But I just oh, wow. I just find that childish amusing. That's <laughs> called PP rating. Uh, then you've also got a place called the Brand Central, and that's that's where you get your flashy cars. That's where you get your fancy stuff. Mm. So all the well known car makers there are selling their hind stuff at extortionate prices um though I do have my eye on an aston martin d b eleven do love a nice. i do have I do love an aston martin and it's at a very reasonable two hundred and thirty eight thousand credits. I only need about sixteen thousand more, although I am a bit worried that I'll just buy it with zero credits, and then the game will ask me to buy something at such and such price and then i'll have no credits and then i'll have to go back and do measly little tasks you know to get that money back but mm. we'll see about that uh, but then also you got the tuning shop because it's it's a car game you've got to have a tuning shop of course. of course so this is where you get your technical parts obviously for your car and um, to improve your performance it's, it's, it's always bothered me tuning in stuffing i mean it's, it's great that it's there but it's all just too technical and complex for me to care <laughs> it's like it's like tweak this and that to make this better, and I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, I just don't know the internet answer to it. But this is where the 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 PP rating comes in handy because basically that's just like an overall rating of the car. So it, generally, if the PP rating is going up, that's good. So that's that's all you need to know. Really. So just make that go up. And there you go. <laughs> so it's a bit like Forza then, where you can see you've yeah. got that
1: number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it
0: like nine, nine, nine. It's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like that. Um, then you've got a place called the GT Auto which is basically where you maintain the car so over time your cars can degrade after like multiple uses so here you just do things like oil changes and that kind of thing, you know, refills and you can even wash the car if you so wish for a measly 50 credits um, there's also customization. so this is things like aesthetics so change the colour of your car Wheel trims, liveries, liveries. I you really want to pronounce that. And then, and then there's driving gear, which I like. I don't know if this, this was a previous thing, but you can change the um, like your helmet design. You can put liveries on that, and even like your race suit as well. That's pretty good. Okay. Which brings me on to the showcase, which is another bit you can go to. And that's where you can download other people's designs, a bit like Horizon. That was just spoke. But um, there you can get liveries. Decals, uh, race suits as well. Uh, I did spot one that you guys might appreciate is that you could get Mario's plumber outfit. Uh-huh, that's that nice. somebody's made. And uh, Matt, you might like. Uh, I saw someone did a Spider-Man design as well. That was pretty cool. Ah, yeah, cool. Um, and then of course you've got the license center because you can't have a Grand Turismo game without the license center, can you? Because I remember this being a real bugbear <laughs> and one of the things that I probably didn't like about. Playing, graduates back in the day, because I just weren't very good when it comes to licenses. So you've got you, you've got to earn five licenses. Well, I don't know if you've got to, but there's five licenses to, to earn. So you have got the National B, the National A, the International B, International A, and the Super License. Because I remember, super. That. yeah, I remember the Super License. Never got that in my entire life. So I've managed to complete the National A and National B with not too many problems, surprisingly. I don't think that will continue. <laughs> I think we'll we'll come to some issues later down the line. Um, then we've got something called scapes, which is a weird word, scapes. Uh, basically, it's like a photographer's dream, this bit. So you stick your car in a fancy location and you can take a photograph of it. That's basically what it is. Wow. Yeah. And weirdly, the crux of the game is in a bit called the cafe. Right. So this is a place where you... Basically, you can meet random people there. Well, you don't meet them. They're just buttons that you press with their faces on. And they will give you random facts about the car. That you, So whatever car you're currently driving, it, they will just give you a random fact about it. And they'll just spout them at you for reasons. I mean, I guess it's interesting for like car aficionados, but for me, I just nod and smile. Um, and then... The the main tasks you get from the game are actually given to you by a series of menus in this cafe. Which sounds weird. But basically so this is where your main missions should, missions? That don't really work. But your main tasks you will be given yeah. will be given to you. So each so for in the early stages that I found is that it'll be a case of Um, earn these three cars by finishing these three races in the top three right and then you go do your race and then you come back and you've got and then you move on to the next one every time you complete a menu you'll get another one every time you go back and you just keep going up and things like that and then finally obviously you've got the world circuit so this is where all your races are so this is the actual globe and you can choose Asia, America, and... Europe. Europe, yeah, Europe. Um, so that's the meat of the game. Um, surprisingly, they do actually give you quite a lot of cars in this early on. Well, I'm wondering whether this is just to lure me into a false sense of security by doing it early on. Because, I, I mean, that's the great thing about Horizon, isn't it, is that they will give you cars on the regular. But in gratitude, I've always thought it's, it's basically, oh, no, 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 we're going to give you no freebies. You're going to earn every cent, and then you're going to have to buy trash, to then buy something slightly better trash, to then eventually get something decent. But you get some nice little runners, and you get so basically, as these menus things where where says you collect three, finish three races, you get three cars. It's really quite simple to do that, so you can actually amass quite a collection of cars, and you get a rating every time you get more cars, you get like a collector rating, and I think you unlock like. I don't know what, but you want to lock something. The more your collector rating goes up. Um, now, in terms of the gameplay, I expected it looks superb. It's Gran Turismo, of course it does. Um, authentic, uh, attention to details, fantastic. Plays really well. Lots of options. So you know, if you if you're not too good at racing games, obviously you got your, your assists. You know, your your braking assists and your racing lines and all that kind of stuff. Um, but one thing I do really like is because there's a lot of menus. There's a lot of menus in this game. And actually, one problem I did, one thing I don't like is there seems to be a lot of excessive button pressing. So it's like when you finish a race, you have to press probably about six. You have to press the X button probably like six times to get back to the main world map bit, and it's just it's just pointless. I don't understand it. There's too many menus to go through. Like. Do you know when you you in know, any racing game you finish a race and it'll give you like a ranking. let say, Oh, you completed it this amount of town, you've earned my you've earned this amount of credits and you've done this such such. It took you this much amount of time or whatever. Mm. And after every one you have to press X. And it's just just just, just do it. Just press X once, show them all, and then press X again and then let's just move on. <laughs> I don't need to keep pressing it. Come on. Let's redundant actions. Come on. Um but anyway. But one thing I do like is that there is a, basically, so when you do these, when you pick up one of these menus and then it says, oh, you have to complete these three races. It does, the game does give, put like a compass item over the place you need to go. So basically it's telling you where you need to go in order to do this task. And I quite like that. It's quite it's easy to navigate and they stand out. So I can just go into the, the World Circuits bit. I know which area to go to. I know which races exactly to choose, and then I can just do it. It's really simple. Whereas previously, I think I remember, it's just like, I complete this and this and this, and I just don't know what I'm supposed to do, where to go. That's one problem with Gran Turismo in general. I think there's just been far too many menus. It's it's difficult to read things, if you're not technically minded, if you're not like car aficionado. Um, but then, of course, as you mentioned, I did try it with VR. Holy moly! Whew. So you were, there's actually two bits that you could do in VR. So obviously there's the racing, but first I did the VR showroom. So basically you pick, you go to the uh, the what's it called, the brand central bit. And you can have, you can have a look at any car really. So think of it as a test drive, except you don't you don't drive it. So basically you you get to look at any car you want. And you could put it in it uh, a bunch of environments. So they offer you, I don't know, like ten environments that you could put it in, and like you know, like near landmarks and that kind of thing. And Basically, you just it just puts you standing next to the car, and it looks insane. It's like you're actually just standing by a car. And what's great is that if you press triangle, it puts you inside it, and I, it's just astonishing. It's 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 so hard to describe to you. Just how realistic it feels for you to be sat in that car. And what's what's great is that you can change the lighting as well. So if you change the lighting, it changes all the lighting outside and it just makes the car look even cooler. Things like you can turn the headlights on and indicators, that kind of stuff. You can't flip the boots open or anything like that, which is disappointment, but you know, you can't have everything, I guess. But that's just really cool. And then, of course, you get to the racing. That is insane. It's mad. So you, in the races, you you start from a rolling start in a lot of races. So that when you're on the main menu and all that, that's that's in 2D. So you've got your you know you've got your flat screen, and then you'll be like you'll be like you, you when you start the race, it will be like three, two, and then suddenly it just throws you into the car. And it's like oh my god, as you're just looking all around you, and it's it's maddening, and just the sense of speed. I'll say that I'm 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 poking around in my little Toyota. I'm not exactly in a Pagani Zonda at the moment, but when I get to that point, I know that's going to be even crazier. And it's just the the clarity is superb. It's better than any any VR game I've previous you know from the previous PSVR that I've ever seen. Um, just the ability to look around like through the windows like other people like going see ya! As you're gonna you as you go going charge past them. And, like, you can look through the back window and things like that. But one thing that I really love is the mirrors. You can actually... The mirrors are so realistic. You can look at the mirrors and it you it's realistic. It's, it's like you actually look at a proper mirror and you know exactly where your opponents are. And, obviously, you can get a better sense of, like, depth, you know, when it comes to, like, corners and that kind of thing.
3: Mm.
0: And then just that... F- <laughs> one thing that I out is, like, this, that, that sort of feeling of... Uh, I don't know what the term is, but that—that when your stomach goes a bit mental when you go down a slope. Oh yeah. You can feel that. I was going there around Brands Hatch, and I just went oh, as I'm going down that slope, and it's it's mad.
1: Just like you get that bit of G force.
0: Yeah, drops. exactly. Yeah. Even though I know I'm not going down the hill, but it just fools your brain into thinking you are. But um, I have to, I have to, I have to like. I think I could do like five races and then I have to stop and give it a bit of a break. Mm. But, yeah, it's so good. I'd love to get a wheel for it, like a proper steering yeah. wheel and all that, but they're so high-priced. <laughs> they're so yeah. expensive yeah. and I can't really justify it for one game.
1: Yeah, so... you're looking about 300 quid for a decent one, aren't you? So
0: Yeah, or even more. It depends, you know, cause if you get the proper rig you know the pedals i mean i, I won't guess the no. shift stick because yeah because i just do auto without but flappy paddles. oh yeah flappy paddles, yeah <laughs> all right Jeremy, all right. Calm down. <laughs> but that's just amazing um but yeah it's just incredible incredible play it but the thing is one what i suppose i did initially get it thought, oh maybe because it's vr everyone's banging on about vr is really good it is good but I'm actually really enjoying playing it just in normal as well, which is great. Because I was a bit worried that maybe it wouldn't be as accessible as something like Horizon. But it is. It's actually actually I'm really, actually, really enjoying it. And I'm looking forward to playing more of it actually. Oh nice. but There's a one bizarre thing that I've noticed that if you're if you're on like the world map bit, and then you just leave the, the game for a minute or so, it'll start putting this screensaver on. And it'll just start telling you random facts about stuff that's not related to cars or anything at all it's like i found out that uh, windows xp went on sale in 2001 i don't know why the gate started to just tell me that he just came up with a picture of um, bill gates <laughs> and say 2001 and just told me that fact i was like what's this going to do with cars at all and then uh, in 1997 31 million people tuned into the funeral of diana princess wales but i don't know why i'm just like why are you telling me this stuff I don't I mean, know. It's, it's raising your pub quiz level, mate. So True. Yeah. It's it's interesting, but I don't understand why it's there. But there you go. But anyway, that's my experience with Grand Tourism 7. I'm really liking it. I'd like to do a bit more of that. And I found... Found? No, I played. <laughs> I, I played one other thing. And of course, because I've got the PSVR 2, what did I play? Job Simulator... <laughs>
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. We've not even established the facts that two weeks ago, you were like...
0: Well, 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 I go. My defence, I said Job Simulator could convince me to get the PSVR 2. And it did. I know, I know I'm fickle, Matthew, but there you go. (laughs) Between you and and.
2: Much money was spent. I, on the I, I, I blame Nathan. <laughs> blame Nathan? <laughs>
1: Do you know what? I blame me too. Yeah, there we go.
0: Uh, but of course, yes, I played Job City because I had to. Um, There's not much really I can say. It's like, you know my love for it. Um, I love it so much that I actually platinumed it for the second time. <laughs> second time? <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough, mate. Although, to be honest, it's an easy Platinum. So it's, it didn't take that much work. But... I might
1: have to get it, then.
0: Nice yeah. easy
1: Platinum. Oh, but we all... <laughs> don't tell him
0: about the easy <laughs> Platinum. About it... the planet, it's just a great game anyway. I'm telling you, you you'd love it. You, you, you'd enjoy it. I probably, probably would if I had a spare I'm telling, time. I'm, a I'm telling you would. <laughs> I'll just get the just get the PSVR version.
1: It's not the, same as it. <laughs> it's not the same, is it? Are you going to tell me it's not
0: the same? Well, fair enough,
1: but... Just get it. just way. that PSVR off. That's not been touched for two years.
0: <laughs> My only disappointment with it is it doesn't really. or I didn't really notice it anyway. Is that it doesn't really utilise the haptics in the sense controller much? Uh, it's just it's just like a clearer game basically. Yeah. Which is which is all fine and good. I, I, I'm happy to play. Jump solidity. I'm I'm just happy to be able to play it much easily now. Because <laughs> as you say earlier, Nathan, it's just it's so easy just to play the PSVR two now. Just like literally one cable, you just pop straight in. It's just it's more simple. But no, that's 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 what I've been playing. So go on, Matt. Have you played?
2: Well, I can definitely tell you I've not bought PSVR 2, so i <laughs> am not quite fallen for that yet. So. <coughs> fallen for it? <laughs> well, i say fallen for it. I, I'd say, bro.
0: You, you've, to be honest let's be honest you've probably done the smarter thing because <laughs> there's not enough games to
2: I'm sure I'm sure for now it is, it is probably phenomenal I would like to play um, Call of the Mountain and, and um, obviously Resident Evil Village has come out on it as well so I'd love to give that a go um, at some point So um,
0: I'm not touching that no chance <sighs> it's an action game it's an action game well that's She's really just a of the light
2: element. horror <laughs> elements. There's only one section that'd be terrible. Um so <laughs>
1: Well the entire game. Yeah.
2: Yes. From start to finish. <laughs> so what have I been playing? So like I suppose Nathan, I would say that the same day it dropped, but the next day it dropped, uh I immediately installed the Resident Evil four demo. Uh, to give it a go? oh yeah um yeah so my thoughts on it is like i'm already loving this i can already tell this is this might be my favorite game of the year um and it's only a demo go to be shocked <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: it's not like you're well, looking forward
2: to it right no no it's not like i've already got it in pre-order and have a week off for it um so yeah, so like, I think as as Nathan's already mentioned, you play as Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil Two. Um, you're going through it's chapter one. You're going through a little um, kind of village path, going into the house. Um, I liked, I like, I, I just like, I loved how detailed everything is. Immediately, like the the woods are just completely, already able to have this like atmosphere of of terror and dread. Um, especially when, like if you compare it to playing the original Resident Evil 4, there's so much detail to it. Um, I like this, the little differences here and there that have made to it, so kind of, you know, Leon comes across his first villager, the villager's not really respondent. Um, and then, you know, kind of out of the blue, he attacks you, you give him a round next kick and then he breaks his neck and you think, okay, that's fine. So you get the key off him that takes you um, further down to the basement. Uh, you look through, you find one of the, the dead officers there, and then you hear another officer coming through the radios kind of in distress. So you turn around, you want to go, you want to try and get back upstairs, but then that village comes back and is essentially kind of snapped neck and having tendrils coming out of his neck, which is a bit bit of a visual. Um, one lies is kind of a little difficult this first villager and trying to kill him
1: <laughs> yeah it didn't go down took, easy,
2: uh yet, yeah it took a couple of bullets um so i did him went upstairs um sneaked through there was a there's a wall that had been smashed through so i kind of made my way through there went upstairs um had a talk with um with roost uh over the phone who's well, not over the phone over the communication this suppose it is who is known as hunnigan uh, you confirm your suspicions that the president's daughter is in the village somewhere, and then you kind of get you get ambushed a little bit, but then you just kind of leg it anyway. So then you make your way through another sort of path. You come across a few more villages You have to take on. You have to dodge a couple of <clears throat> bear traps as well. Hope you don't get stuck. I got
1: snapped by one of them. Did
2: you uh, manage to dodge him? No, I, I managed to dodge him. I was like, I know this game. If there's anything like the original, there's gonna be some bear traps somewhere. And funnily enough, I almost walked into one to be fair. It, it took it. It was a little difficult to see at first, but then I was like, oh well. So I was like, right, I'm gonna walk around that. Uh, and then you know, opened the village gate, went over to um, look at what was going on in the middle of the village square. Cause you see the um, the poor police officer the other police officer getting burnt to crisp um and then it's pretty much survival mode um from there on unless you want to try and i try to stealth this as much as i could because you can't stealth there's like a crunch can go. So you can got so you can't you can get behind villagers and um essentially shank them in the neck if you wanted to um but then i tried going up uh, uh, more of the paths and bump into another village who, a village who was like, Right, well, this is gonna set everyone else off. Um, so yeah, it was pretty much going through survivor mode. Um, right into a house that I know is very specific from the original that triggers a cutscene where you kind of get yourself in, but then it triggers uh, Mr. Dr. Salvador with his chainsaw who's wanting to kill you. My mate, um, your mate emu's gonna help sidekick (laughs) sidekick that hurts you um but in that house as well there's a there's a shotgun that you can pick up so i was like yep gonna grab this gonna grab the going to start unleashing hell on everyone and then you have to really really it's just about kind of survival you don't actually have to kill anyone technically you just have to survive for an amount of time um but it's not as funny if you don't kill anyone because then you don't get as much as Currency out of the game. Um,
1: Pesetas,
2: yeah. Mm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Pesetas. So you survive through for a number of time, and then you start hearing um, church bells ringing, and then all the Ganados suddenly stop. And it like triggers a infamous cutscene from the original way, where Leon just sees all these Ganados kind of walk past him and go into this this like uh, bell tower and kind of close the door behind them. And He's like, he's pretty much like, where, where's everyone going? Bingo, and that's it. And they and that line from the original, they've kept in this one as well. So they they're really kind of trying to and keep. You, so is that the end of the demo? Just, that's the end of the demo. <laughs> that's, that, that's the last that's thing they said. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's a Sorry crappy old, final line. Yeah. Where's everyone going? Bingo. Uh, so yeah, so that's how you can kind of end it. And I through this village part. I loved all the little different details and stuff that I found that you could do. So there's there's particular a tower that you can climb up into and you can get um uh the is it Pesatas, sorry. Pesatas. Pisatas. Um in the original you could get like hand handgun ammo. But in the original you could actually camp up there and um you just like the Gnardos come up the ladder, you can just knife them off and you just keep on going like that. Although they eventually started throwing grenades in at some point. But in this one, it subverts your uh, expectation thinking you could do the same thing. But if you went out to get to the get the currency and you kind of walk back a little bit, the floor falls in on itself. So now it's like, ah, oh, you thought you could stay here. Actually, we m- kind of messed with you a little bit. Now it's you got to try and survive another way
0: so i like yeah. how it did that yeah they didn't want people cheesing it
2: yeah although to be fair when i was playing the demo i did find if i didn't walk too far over and i kept kind of near the ladder it wouldn't it wouldn't fall in so i kept on like cheesing it <laughs> maybe they might fix that in the demo uh in the full game i'm not sure um i kind of hope they don't it's it's a nice little nod but is it does wear away your knife uh, durability so you know as much as I was doing that like my knife was starting to get weared out so I was like oof this isn't good but no I I really enjoyed myself with the demo and I'm pretty much now looking forward to the to the to the main course really once the game comes out I did read a little bit into some extra stuff that's in this demo as well um that there's a certain point so before you open the village gates if you were to drop everything out of your um, case, so um, discard your weapons, discard, uh, well, discard the handgun, discard the knife, discard any herbs you've got, any ammo you've got, and whatnot, and you go into the, go through the gate and do like the village stuff. There's this um, this well system that opens up only specifically if you've dropped everything, and if you go down and in it, you can find this like submachine gun that you can use. Which is pretty cool. It's like a little like secret that you can do. Um Question.
0: Can you then go back and click the things you picked up? No, once you gets that's it, that's it. Oh,
2: right. No, that's it. Um uh, Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's a nice little secret and stuff. And there's yeah. also a extra hard mode only made for the demo that happens. From what everyone thinks, from what everyone's found out, it happens at random. So you have to start. You essentially have to start a new game, go through a couple of windows, and if the what's called, I think it's called the Mad Chainsaw Mode. If this screen doesn't appear, then you've you've not unlocked the mode. You have to essentially go back and do a new game again on the demo. You have to like quit out, go through a new one. You have to keep on doing that until the screen pops up. But essentially, what happens is enemies are a lot more tougher, and Doctor Salvador uh, has like a new new look, and his chainsaws kind of like flamed. So it's like okay. it's like a h- extra hard mode for this demo that I've s- I've seen people do. Like someone has managed to do it in like eight minutes, which is impressive. Hacks, um, hacks, yeah. Uh you can only finish the demo then by actually killing the, the Doctor. You can't cheese and just try and survive as long as you can. You have to kill him. So a lot of people like suggest you have to do this submachine gun route because the submachine guns apparently just shreds through the enemies quickly. Um, But no, absolutely loved it. Can't wait for the full game. So what else have I been playing? Uh, I have been going through Yakuza 4 uh from a previous attempt so i think previously i got to um playing as the third main protagonist which was uh masayoshi Tanamura, who was the um young rookie cop who's got a bit of a corrupt side to him but he's got got a bit of a hard gold you know he's looking for um happened to his father 25 years ago that ties into um Sejima, who is the second protagonist you players. Managed to finish his chapter, you kind of you kind of find basically more shenanigans happens. Um someone who was tied into it that's part of the Johto clan was also tied with someone on the police force. Um so you you start find out basically that like Tojo and the police have like somehow been working together for reasons that are unknown. this point so that leaves um that leaves Tanimura last protagonist finally you know the series is you know legendary character um Kazuma Kiryu gets finally plays him in his chapters so what his story is and how he's all connected to it is um someone who escaped the Osaka penitentiary with Sajima, has found this file that seemingly has evidence that connects the Tojima clan and the police force together. Um, He washes up on shore in front of um, Kiryu's orphanage that he's been running ever since he was three. And apparently this guy is actually someone from that third game as well, apparently, like, mortally wounded Kiryu, like, with a knife stab. I couldn't, I can't remember. <laughs> like, it was like, did that happen? Really? Okay. And Kiryu can, like, somehow forgive him, but Hakura, who's his adopted daughter, can't. And basically, this whole file essentially brings Kiryu back to um, Kamarocho, basically. So, a lot of his chapters is essentially trying to work out basically what's going on. It's, there's something that's tying these two parties together that also links what happened in the first game with this, like, 10 billion yen that went missing. So that's a lot of what his chapters is. I've completed his chapters, and then I've eventually gone to this final chapter where you end up playing as all four characters, and they all have their own, like, I suppose, antagonist that they have to fight on top of Millennium Tower, which is strange enough. Like... Basically all all this like a lot of this money that uh Akiyama had, who was the first protagonist she plays, gets stolen by the Tojo clan, but then gets returned. But then he puts it on top of Millennium Tower to like attract basically everyone who wants this money is in effect. So that happens and then all four folk- main characters come in on a helicopter this and she blows all this money around um Kamarocha <laughs> which is like, yep, it's very Yakuza. So, um essentially players each character then with their own kind of antagonist that they have to fight. So like I think Akuriyama had um someone from the Tojo clan who was like a twist character essentially, was like playing double agent sort of thing on between his alliances and with the Tojo and then the Omni as well. So he like ends up fighting him. Uh, Sajima fights... I forget who Sajima fights. Like, this tough dude is quite similar to him. Kiryu fights um, the leader of the Tojo clan, just as almost like a sign of respect and like... Respect, but like, what were you doing? You're being stupid, basically. So Kiryu has to like straighten him out, in effect. Um, and then like the last fight, which is the most annoying fight, it took me a couple of tries, which um, you play as Tanamura and you you'll fighting like the police chief who's like, oh, you've been the idiot that's essentially caused all this. But he, he ends up surrounding himself with about 20 police guards that you have to get through. And there's like three specific ones that will protect him at all times with knives that took me an age, because it, like, it, it wore through all my health. I I tried playing it, um, it as almost like I was playing, like, Kiryu. I was trying to just, like, bottom-mash my way through it. And I learned very quickly, like, with how this character plays, where he's very kind of counter-attack, um, hit-and-run style, where, you, like, you go in with a few hits, and you just kind of pull out quickly. It, it took me a couple of tries. It took me a couple of tries to get it down, because it's, like... I could get it down to, like, just the the guards with the knives, but they were being absolutely annoying. And then the police chief is shooting you with a gun as well. So, like, at all times, like, you're getting, like, either shot at or you're getting knifed. It was irritating, absolutely irritating. But I eventually got through it, and I can can say that I can play the campaign of Yakuza 4.
0: Right.
2: So I've done that. I'd, I'd probably rate it above Yakuza Three, um, just because of it, it feels a little bit more up to date in terms of, sort of gameplay style. Graphically, about the same, but the story was interesting enough that it's like you got this dynamic of four different characters, how do they all link to one another, and where's the story all go in typical Yakuza fashion? It has twists and turns, like it always does. So from Yakuza Four, I've then jumped straight into Yakuza 5.
0: The obsession with Yakuza 2 is just beyond. <laughs> well,
2: to, to be fair, I've, I've got my own little. I've I've almost made a little bet to myself that I bet I could complete the entire Yakuza series before Nathan gets to complete Like a Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Dan? But, like, okay. he has just got these level up stuff, so now well, I'm a bit worried. So are, you inc- gonna... are,
0: are you including the Judgment series in that? <laughs> I kind, of want, I,
2: I kind of want to. I mean, I think Lost Judgment came after Like a Dragon, so I'm, I might be able to get away with not doing that before that. Um, but we'll see. I just I'm 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 what on a bit of a Yakuza fix again. Um, like I, I dropped it for a little while. I think I needed a bit of a break, and I'm like, okay, I need to come back into it.
0: It feels like I can't play these games now. Because if I did, we'd just be non-stop talking about Yakuza all the time. Yeah, I'll be fine. it will be <laughs> right. So,
2: yeah, so you so Yakuza 5 now. I think this is about two... It starts off about two years after Yakuza 4. And you've got the whole multi-protagonist thing going again. So uh, in this one, you start off playing as um, Kiryu. Um, but he's in a different state this time. So you, you actually get to start... Visiting in different cities so it's at least it feels a little bit fresh I'm like okay it's different layout all right some of the stuff are probably the same eating and stuff like that um so he's in um he's in a city called Nagasugai I think it's Nagasugai but he's got a different name um he's essentially kind of stripped his ties away of being a Yakuza and now he's just a regular old taxi driver um, which is interesting, you know, you get to do little like taxi missions which are a bit annoying at first because they're very strict and kind of how you I thought, you, get you, to I be thought able...
0: you were gonna say taxi in there, but... <laughs> I
2: miss, I missed I missed it. I missed, I missed my chance. So um you start doing that kind of stuff and then his whole story is the Tojo clan are trying to make alliances with this city's family, um which is the Yamagaza family. Because there's the ongoing war again between Tojo and Omni Alliance, as there always is. Um, I think it's so much to do with um, the leader of the Omni Alliance is very ill, and essentially like the next person to like succeed them essentially wants all at war. So the Tojo clan are like, right, when we need to get as many lives as possible. Um, but the Yamagaza family aren't too keen about it, really. Um, and most of, like, Kiryu's story in, in these, like, four chapters is essentially kind of, why is he tied into all this? Why is he needing to be involved? So you start finding out that the chairman of the Tojo clan disappears. The next person underneath him becomes the action chairman, and then, as typical, there's twists and turns about betrayals and backstabbing and whatnot, which seems to bring Kiryu back into needing to store stuff out so that's essentially his kind of part of the chapters that I've completed. I've now moved on to the second one who is back to um Sajima who at the start he has like one last day in Kamurocho um before he decides he's well he's going to go back into prison to to finish off his sentence in effect so he has to finish like another two to three years But he's promised that when he leaves uh, or when he gets out, he'll be made a captain of the Jojo clan. So he has like one last sort of night in Kamurocho. He spends most of it with uh, Majima, who, you know, they were best friends 25 years ago, which is kind of the whole story of four. Decides to have one last fight, um, although Majima doesn't think he's gone. That kind of fighting him left so he just has his family fight Sajima instead just for giggles um you can't do that you go back to penitenti- uh, penitentiary about two years later it goes by you're getting close to parole but this group in the penitentiary are like essentially torturing Sajima almost every day for reasons um it seems as though they want to like mess with him trying to keep him from getting parole potentially and then again, twists and turns happens, um you and a inmate manage to escape and you need to fight essentially you find out why is the Tojo clan wanted to keep you in prison. Because he gets expelled as a family member. So you leave, um you escape on a snowmobile, you get chased down of it, and then you eventually get um rescued into this village. And This is probably the part of Yakuza 5 that's really irritated me at this point because you could probably skip this, but I I wanted to try and complete this to see kind of where it would go and if it would give me some extra. So you you get rescued by this village and then you find out this village is being like terrorised by a manning and bear. Then you end up having to fight before uh, you get rescued. You're in a fist fight with a bear. That's interesting. Somehow survive it. And then you start doing a series of these hunting missions where you have to go through this mountain trail and just start hunting animals and that. And i just like, okay, why? Like, that's really a tedious thing that they've added to it. I don't, I don't know why. Like, I think there's an option to be able to skip it eventually. You have to do a couple missions before your inmate, like, recovers and then you can leave to go to the nearest town. But I wanted to like get through it because like I want to know what the story like what's the story about this village like is is there anything like needed really for like such a kind of story? I know you kind of really find out about the village is that this one hunter got shunned by the village, but he's obsessed with this like taking down this bear, and you're doing like these various missions of like catching different animals. Then you start <clears throat> learning how to um, take down a bear then this other hunter comes in because he's heard about this bear that gets involved and almost puts the village in trouble and i don't know i i, f- I feel like if you end up getting to this part really unless you like trophy hunting which I'm, I'm not really doing in yakuza because they just take forever and they're probably too much of a time sink to plan them um i would get to the point where you can go to town and then you can probably just skip get- You'd obviously just skip because I don't think it really gives you anything other than there is a, um, a a guy in the village that's supposedly a master that you can learn different moves from. But I've not learned like the requirements to even start doing that. Like he yeah. wanted something I couldn't work it out. And by the end I was just like I, just, I don't care. I'm just I'm, I, I want to get on with the story at this point. You're <laughs> um, slowing me down. I need to get to like a Dragon at some point. So yeah so i've finally gone to this new city of course it's called tesuki maiko something like that. Tasuki smart like but the whole point is you're gonna find this family that's supposedly done this was the the reason for the hit on saejima in penitentiary so i'm just trying to find out more clues on what's going on there so that's pretty much why i've left yakuza 5 um gonna hopefully play more of that see see where else it goes and yeah hopefully it can get to six at least with with five again gameplay wise it seems to be another upgrade over what four was so like five feels closer to what how yakuza zero zero feels without being on the new engine it's like pretty close but there's still, still weird stuff here and there on it but no, I'm, I'm enjoying myself through the Euchre series. See if I can get through it. Hopefully, I can get to six and then I'd probably have to move. It. I'd probably move it into Judgment, and then it would be like a dragon, and then Lost Judgment, and then Ishin eventually.
1: Right. But if you like fighting bears, you you fight tigers and diggers and stuff in like a dragon. So yeah. You, you,
2: you do you do fight tigers in. It might be Zero or Kwame 2. I can't remember. So, that's good. And and that's what I've been playing.
0: Surely good. If you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokydolphin.com where we post the Hall of Fame. Also, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Goodbye.